this is the Ramsey Call of the Day, part of the Ramsey Network. Joining me today is Ramsey personality, Dr. John Deloney. All right, today's question comes from Jennifer in Kansas. My husband is 100% sure that the world will end soon or martial law will take effect and money will not hold any value. Because of this, he will not save. He has business and personal credit card debt. He has zero savings and spends his money as fast as he makes it. He's up to date on his payments, but has no interest in paying them off so he can start saving. I am currently saving as much as possible and will have the last of my debt paid off later this year. I have life insurance in place for all of us and a 401k. He will also be able to draw my pension at my old job if I should pass before he does. I feel like I'm the only one preparing for our future, and honestly, it's hurtful. I don't know how to get through to him that even though the world may end in our lifetime, we should still be responsible with our money and be prepared. How can I get through to him? Dave, how can she get through to him? Um, well, I mean, the extreme way you've explained him, this is not somebody who's merely a prepper. This is not someone who is merely feels like that the culture is uh, deteriorating. This guy is so sure, that he's so paranoid, that, that the whole thing is going to crash down that he, according to you, this is according to Jennifer, that, that he is doing nothing responsible. Uh, he's just living his life today. Now, or he's a complete liar, and this is his excuse for being a freaking child. Right. Um, and doing whatever he wants to do. Either way, this guy is exercising at a level of mental illness that is pretty extreme. Right. This is a paranoia situation. Or it's a depression that is lapsed into, I, I, I literally can't think through to, to tomorrow, so I'm just living for the next five minutes, the next ten minutes. Yeah. And um, I'll create this narrative, and I will find some websites yeah. that will back up my narrative. Well, there, there's there's a thousand of these conspiracy millions of them, websites, yeah. and you know, and you, all you got to do is watch the news, and it makes them all come true. <laughs> That's exactly right. You know? And uh, but they're not, you know. So um, let, let me just tell you that that, that, that the world has problems, mm -hmm. and uh, the world has always had problems, a hundred percent of the time. And uh, but the uh, percentage likelihood of martial law and of you losing all of your personal assets coming together in your lifetime is so small that to believe that 100% to the point that it affects your behavior where you do nothing responsible for your family is called paranoia. That is a mental illness level. This is not merely we have a disagreement about how life works. This is you are, your husband is mentally ill. And so let me... Just, Am I wrong? No. And in fact, here... <laughs> Dave, um, I had a season the doc, of uh, I mean. life when um, I had, you and I have talked about this, I had mapped out in a very um, beautiful mind kind of way where this data point led to this one and this one, and I wasn't well. And I had come to figure out that, oh, the housing market was going to recollapse and they were going to have to nationalize. I had created this whole world. And so I was going to cash out this and go do this. And I'll never forget sitting with the CFO of a $200 million company. I sat down and explained what I was about to do with my retirement. I was going to cash it out because money's not going to. And I remember him gently looking at me and saying, I don't really understand this. Please don't do this. And I left that meeting and I thought he didn't see it. He didn't get it. And I'm a guy that barely knows how to work a spreadsheet, right? So here's the thing. Um, when somebody is in this position, the data and facts don't help a lot. 
what somebody in this position needs to go get help. Yeah. I had to go sit down with somebody yeah. and say, I'm, I'm seeing the world different than everyone around me who loves me and I need some help. Yeah. And you're right. The world's got problems. It does. Um, one of my close friends gave me a quote that has stuck with me forever. And he said, John, I got a lot of plans, but I don't have a meteorite plan. If a meteorite hits us, I will deal with that on that day. And the idea that suddenly money's going to hold no value and tanks are going to roll on every street. In if that happens, I'll deal with that on that day. And until then, I'm going to be responsible and care for my wife who feels like she's drowning over here by herself. And we're going to go from there. Yeah. He's not going to give in to that because it's futile, right? Yeah. Just futile. Yeah, there, there, there's, yeah, he, he needs to see. He needs help. He, he needs to see a counselor. Yeah. He needs help. So, Jennifer, no amount of you sitting down trying to explain stuff to him is going to How help How can here. I get through to him? You can't. You cannot. You cannot. Because his brain is not functioning properly. Right. If somebody in his life that he is somebody that he trusts that would sit down with him and say, hey, let's go talk to somebody, great. If you say, hey, I'm going to go talk to someone, I'd love you to join me, that'd be great. Um, but he needs to get some help. Yeah. I, I, and by the way, he, he doesn't think he needs help, so that's probably going to be very difficult. So, but just to, the, the point is, is that this is not, he is, you're not going to solve this riddle. You don't have the tool set. I did have a, a friend that came and spoke truth to me. My wife spoke truth to me, and I wasn't this bad, um, but... Uh, that was helpful. It was two people that I trusted. And I said, I'm going to go talk to somebody then. Yeah. Well, I, and I think you might get some guidance from a, a, a good counselor if you were seeing one on how to deal with this situation. Because here's what's ultimately going to happen, okay? Having dealt with couples in your situation for 30 years, one of two things is going to occur. And there's really not much middle ground. There's not a third thing. It's one of two. He is going to recognize this, get some help, and gradually over time get better, and your lives are going to get better and get more normalized, and you're going to be able to aim at a future and build a, build some wealth and get out of debt and start living reasonably. And you're going to start taking some incremental, not instantaneous, but some incremental steps in that direction, which will give you hope. If that does not occur, 100% of the time, at some point, you are going to boil over a switch is going to flip, and you're going to be done. And there's there's going to be no talking you back. Because when ladies in particular are done after holding their breath for a decade or for three years or for whatever, when they're done, you can't switch them back on. You can't switch them back into love mode. It's You're in resentment, and that's ash. It's, just, it's right. over. That's right. It's over. And uh, because they, they've... they've they, they reach that I've had it moment and it's there. They really have had it and it, they're really gone. And so don't let that happen to you. Uh, it's going to happen to you if you don't control the process. Now you can control the process and you say, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to give him this much time. I'm going to try these five things to encourage him. And at that point, I'm going to call this because this relation, I can't be married to a crazy person and he is mentally ill, darling. He's mentally ill. We just diagnosed it. Um, Dave, some of this feels like a self-fulfilling prophecy to me that if you get enough people saying well money's going to be of no value so let's just blow it all and run up all of our debts and go but that that's the quickest way for money to have some serious problems right is that fair i don't know enough about monetary policy that it just feels like you're we're starting well, to see a <laughs> what, what rabbi lapin says he says money is not actual it's spiritual hmm. so when i give you a hundred dollar bill the actual paper is not worth $100. Right. It's a spiritual transaction of trust. 
And so when I give you a $100 bill, you accept that $100 bill for $100 in goods and services, or your eyes get big and you say thank you, or whatever it is, because you trust that you can take that and do something with it. And so what you're saying is, and it's a valid point, that if enough people lose that trust, then the money is destroyed. Or if enough people act so ridiculously. Yeah, I mean, if, if you lose, if, if, if 90% of the people lose trust in the money, the, gigs up, the money right. is no longer currency. There you go. There's no current to it. Right. So, I mean, I've got some Confederate money from the, before the Civil War. Oh, wow. During the Civil War. Yeah. You know what you can buy with that? Nothing. Right. There's no trust associated Should we have it. a vested interest in saying, hey, instead of running from this and acting like children, let's lock back and try to get some Let's, let's build together. Let's build thing. civilization together. Good grief, yes. Thanks for tuning in to the Ramsey Call of the Day. To check out all of our podcasts, just search Ramsey Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen.